Brenda and Dylan. And And he knows who everyone is on this show. And I'm sitting there talking about how much I hate what Brenda's doing to Dylan. And Steve is on the screen and he goes, is that Dylan? And I was like, get out. How dare you? (laughs) Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down every episode of the 10 season show. Today, we're talking about season two, episode 23, Cardio Funk. Mary, what happened this week? Jim convinces Nat to buy a huge karaoke machine to attract more customers to the peach pit. Jim sings karaoke. Everyone else sings karaoke. Brandon kisses Brenda's cheek in a moment that can only be described as cringy and weird. Kelly and Brenda go to an aerobics class together where a cute guy flirts with them. Brenda, not Kelly. Tim Matthews introduces himself to Brenda and asks her out. She declines and somewhat reluctantly tells him she has a boyfriend, but it's clear she enjoys the attention. He asks to see her again at fitness class on Sunday. She says she'll see him there. Meanwhile, at AA, Dylan sees Sarah Betty telling her story, which we witnessed back in season one. Since we've seen her last, she's gotten sober, moved in with a boyfriend, relapsed, was attacked by said boyfriend, and has now been sober for a week. Dylan meets up with her afterward and invites her to go surfing on Saturday morning. Dylan invites Brenda to an AA meeting Sunday night. She's or she hesitates to commit because uh, because of some sweaty aerobics guy. She tells Dylan she'll cancel the other thing for his meeting. Dylan goes surfing with Sarah, and they bond about being sober. Sarah has plans to go to school to cut hair. She asks him to go to the movies with her, but he tells her he can't go, um, and to go to a meeting if she feels like she shouldn't be alone. After karaoke, Brenda hears a message from Sarah on Dylan's answering machine. She asks Dylan to take her home and go do what he needs to do. Dylan finds Sarah at home where her drunk ex has shown up and won't leave. Sarah's ex accuses Dylan of being the other man. He leaves without much further incident, but Sarah asks Dylan to stay in case he comes back. I'll let y'all talk about everything that happens after that because damn. (laughs) My God. You actually made the episode seem like it was like more jam-packed than it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, okay, so while you were talking, I realized this episode really only takes place over a weekend. Yeah. Like, which makes no sense for the karaoke plot then. Mm -hmm. It dies way too fast. Yeah, in a matter of three days tops. Yeah. Because, okay, so it's Friday night. We're at the peach pit. Brandon's working, and they're at the peach pit, and Jim comes by because one of his clients makes karaoke machines. I guess. Sells karaoke machines? Or his client installed a karaoke machine and now he has better numbers and Jim knows this because he's his accountant. Mm. Either way, Jim decides that karaoke is going to be a great idea for the peach pit and brings it all in and they're all installing it and (laughs) that's it. Yeah, because you don't know what it is yet. You just know it's like three or four boxes of reasonable size yeah. and they just keep saying how it's just going to really bring in customers. I thought it was going to be like a jukebox or something, which I, I thought they already confused. had, so I didn't know what it was. Yeah, because we don't find out it's a it's a karaoke machine yet, right? Nope, not yet. Nope. Yeah. Okay. So that's where Brandon is on Friday night. Kelly and Brenda on Friday night are taking an aerobics class, which I knew Kelly did aerobics. Oh, obviously. I knew it. Yeah. 
and that class looked really fun. I know. I said that's my kind of speed. Like, yeah, just like get up like, and dance. Basically, I mean, it wasn't like great dancing, but it was just like continuous it was, like, jumping around, yeah. and you could see like some of the people weren't really in sync with the others. And I was like, that would make me feel so good. I'm I cannot glad they follow did a that. beat. Well, and I'm glad they did that as opposed to just everyone being amazing and and completely in sync and all that. It was nice. Mm-hmm. And we find out that they only come to this class on Fridays while Dylan's in his AA meeting, which, I mean, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, but while they're in the back, sweating and, you know, getting a workout. Kind of moving their arms around. <laughs> <laughs> Tim is, like, one row in front of them and starts, like, making faces at them and, like, moves to the back of the line and mm-hmm. is totally flirting with Brenda in the middle of class. And I was just like, man, sometimes you just want to work out. Yeah, true. Like, if somebody started flirting with me in the middle of class, it'd be like, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, can you wait another 35 minutes or however long the workout is? Like, yeah, I'll shoot you down when I'm out of my zone. Yeah, and he's all trying to be like, oh, they know I'm just here for comic relief. I'm like, okay, self-deprecating humor is not great in a workout class when clearly you're fit. Well, and it just wasn't funny. No. Like, I mean, I was sitting there being like, if I was in a relationship and like a committed relationship like we're supposed to believe Brenda and Dylan are in, I wouldn't have been interested. Mm-mm. I wouldn't be interested in the relationship I'm in now. But I mean, as a teenager. Yeah. I mean, the flirting, I guess, is flattering, but it's just like... Flirting is fine. Yeah. But like... Actually being interested is another thing. Yeah. So. Well, and there's a line that gets crossed really fast. Very fast. Because like the class ends and he comes over to talk to them and what, he like invites them... Um, he like invites them to go get something to eat, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. He just want to go get food pretty much after. Yeah. And Kelly's thing. just like, I don't really want to go. Uh-huh, uh-huh, we should leave. Mm-hmm. And then just like has to stare at Brenda for her to be like, I have a boyfriend. Right. Like, and he, like, that's about, I feel like where he should have backed off. Oh, totally. I mean, he's like, first of all, only paying attention really to Brenda. And then Brenda's like, you know, I'm Brenda Walsh. This is my friend Kelly. And he goes, hi friend Kelly. Like. First of all, dumb. Now, he's very, like, he's too on. Mm-hmm. Well, because even right then after that, he asked them to go out to eat. And at first I was like, is it both of them? And no, no, I think it was just supposed to be Brenda, which was awkward. And then she says no. And he's like, well, then I can call you, right? And she's like, oh, no, I don't think so. And he's like, come on, do you have a phone? Like, He's super pushy. Too much. And then she never gives him her number, mm-hmm. says she has a boyfriend, and then he says something about, like, seeing her in class on Sunday, which she goes along with. Yeah, she's like, sure, okay, Sunday. And then they walk away, and Kelly's just like, mm. Yeah, she's what like, what you doing? Girl, you have a boyfriend. His name is Dylan. You know, eyebrow scar. Have you seen the face? Yeah. He's cute. What are you doing? Little forehead lines. Yeah. The little forehead lines. Long sideburns. Irresistible. Yeah. Beautiful man. He surfs. He has his own house. (laughs) And she's just like, oh, Oh, that Dylan. Yeah. Dylan McKay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do remember now. Yeah. And Brenda's like. What are you talking about? I'm just here to work out. And I, well, I put in my notes, yeah, like, she says, like, insert gif of Ron Burgundy. I don't believe you. <laughs> well, doesn't she say something like, I'm not flirting, I'm just being sociable or something like that? Yeah. or Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sociable or something. And then she's like, I'm just here to work out. I'm like, hmm. This is the first time we've ever heard of you working out besides that one time when you ran and Dylan said he liked your butt. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, I mean, we see her jogging rarely. We've seen Kelly work out once. Mm-hmm. Also, their outfits. Loved them. I loved them. The outfits in this entire class were wild. Mm-hmm. When they finished and you saw people in the mirror that had, like, the leggings and then, like, the little leotard over it that oh, was, like, yeah. a thong leotard. Oh, yeah. It's like, what is happening? I thought that was so funny. It's like, why Why are you wearing a thong outside your pants? Well, I'm like... And, like, why is it a separate piece? Like, because yeah. Brenda wears one later. And I'm like, you just have a purple thong over <laughs> your little bike shorts. What are you doing? <laughs> no, all I wrote was, like, workout clothes in the 90s were wild. Yeah, unreal. Like, this is... This is the kind of outfit I could see Donna showing up in. Especially yeah. like Kelly's matching separates that are really just like a white bra and white bike shorts or a black bra and oh, black right. bike shorts. Mm-hmm. And then she's got a little sweatshirt tied around her waist. Mm-hmm. Like I could see Donna in like that kind of thing, but a little more vibrant, floral. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I could definitely. tell they're actually kind of back in fashion now too. A like white shorts and crop tops. Well, and like the really funky looking leggings and stuff, like the patterned ones, like mm-hmm. those have kind of made a comeback too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll get those weird thongs back. over our shorts soon. Oh dear. I, fashion is cyclical. Mm-hmm. I mean, bell bottoms are back right now. Oh God. I know. I, I mean, don't. I'm not going to wear them because I don't think I look good in them, but they're there. <laughs> I saw a tweet that was like, um, like fashionable people are starting to wear like low rise jeans again. And they're like, you will rip the high rise jeans off of my cold dead body. <laughs> nope. High waist forever. Yeah. I'm never going back. I'm like mid rise, I guess. Like I just, I'm, I don't know. I, yeah. I think I'd be around yeah. mid mid rise, but I've been watching charmed still. Mm-hmm. And they're in like the early two thousands. And it's to the point that like, Phoebe is wearing pants that, like, if you don't get a wax, you're getting oh, a yeah. show. And I'm just like, they're so low. Like, super, like, where it's, like, the the distance between. Yeah, it's, like, the distance between the actual crotch and the yes. top of the pants is, like, the length of my pinky. And it's, like, the shirts aren't made long enough, so you always show midriff. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you can see the entire, like, V area bone. of her hip bone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember... God, the early 2000s too well with oh, yeah. pants that barely came up to your well, hip bone. Well, it's like, yes. yeah, they couldn't even fit a zipper on it, so they're tied. Oh, yeah. With, like, like shoelace-type material or whatever. Yeah. Or sometimes the, like, fringe material. Yep. Do you remember that, too? I had a pair like that from Goodwill that I wanted to make as a part of a Sherry Moon zombie cosplay <gasps> that for good. Halloween one year. I should still do that. I bet I still have those <laughs> pants. <laughs> But yeah, fashion is weird. I don't understand it. I don't either. I don't try to keep up with it. I just wear what I like. I know. This morning I was like, should I get into hats? And then I was like, by the time I get into hats, they're not going to be fashionable anymore. Well, you or could. like, I'm going to get into the wrong type of hat. Yeah, like the old like denim cowboy hat. I was thinking or something. The, the like buckety. Oh hat. yeah, like where they had like the bill, but they were like, oh, you're talking about like bucket hats. Yeah, like, like a bucket yeah, hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I used to wear those at summer camp. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Joey Potter wore one in uh, Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Like, often. <laughs> so maybe they're coming back. Haley James Scott kind of wore one in uh, One Tree Hill. I just and that had, was like 2003. I just had a flashback. I had one of those hats from Old Navy, and it was denim on one side, and on the other side, it was like red, white, and blue paisley. Ooh. Like, floral. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love it. 
I love it so much. I just remembered like all of the old Navy Fourth of July oh, stuff yeah. they always had. Always. I loved It'd be those. Like, America, mm-hmm. two thousand. You always had to get like a flag shirt every year. Flag shirt I did. every year. Oh, totally. Always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. Um, okay, so yeah, they say they're only going to this class because Dylan is at his AA meeting, mm-hmm. which he's at right now. Yep. And you see Sarah Betty is up there giving her testimonial. Mm-hmm. And Dylan, ignoring the anonymous in Alcoholics I Anonymous, know her. goes, I know her. Yeah. And then she gives us a recap of the green room. Which is good because, you know, it's been a long time. That's green actually been like, a while. Wasn't green room it was like the second episode, episode three? Okay. So, uh, yeah. Because it was two. the first one that Dylan was in too. That's right. That's right. Yeah. As soon as I saw her and she started telling the story, I was like, I know who this is. And I scrolled back up to the top of my synopsis and I was like, Sarah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I loved that he was like, oh, my friend saved her and like, kind of did keep it a little bit separate because it really seemed like he was just there to surf and he was just aware of those people rather than actually being friends with them. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, he was like kind of friends with them, but in the sense of like how it should be. Like if you go to your jazzercise class and you see the person you know and you're like, oh, hey, Jim, we're going to, you know, work out today mm-hmm. and then go about your business. Right, exactly. But yeah, he's sitting there being like, I know her. My friends were the ones that saved, saved her, her life. life. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I'm just like, anonymous. I know. Dylan. Yeah. Their portrayal of AA wasn't great. I mean, it wasn't bad, no. but it wasn't great. Yeah. But then at the end of AA, he, you know, goes to say hi to her and she's like kind of struggling to remember everybody's name. She's like, oh, um, your friend Brandon, he saved mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. And his sister, um, and then I and think then he Dylan tells her Brenda. Brenda. Yeah. But doesn't say that they're dating. He just says her name. Yeah. And, and then he asks her to go surfing with them. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, yeah, I haven't been surfing. I'm really scared to get back out there. You know, I've spent so much time being an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And so he invites her. He's like, oh, I'm going out tomorrow. The waves are really great. Do you want to meet? Right. Which I am totally fine with. Oh, yeah. I wrote down specifically, like, his interaction with a different girl seems way more innocent than Brenda's. Oh, yeah. Because the intent was never like, oh, I find you attractive. I'm going to seek you out. But with this, it's like, I actually know this person. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go reconnect or say hello. Well, and they make a bunch of comments in this episode about how hard it is to care for someone knowing that they're an alcoholic and that they're, like, still trying to claw back up from their rock bottom. Right. And Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And, like... It seems like, you know, Dylan is trying to form a relationship with her and, like, you know, have a relationship with other sober people. Mm, mm-hmm. Not necessarily a romantic relationship. Right. Like, none of what happened, like, yeah, if you put them next to each other, it's apples and oranges. Totally. Like, very clearly that Tim was flirting with Brenda mm-hmm. and she was re- reciprocating and, like, not mentioning that she had a boyfriend on purpose. Dylan's talking to Sarah Betty, and it's just not, like, organic yeah. to say that Brenda's his girlfriend. Right. Like yeah, because, I mean, he would have... Brenda, my girlfriend. Right. Like, that kind of would have injected more of a, like, romantic feel into that mm-hmm. conversation when it just felt like two people talking. Well, and, like, she, he was just trying to finish her sentence because she was clearly, like, not remembering the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So then that ends that kind of scene, and then we go back to the peach pit. And it, like, kind of flows into it because Dylan does show, show up. Yeah, he shows up. But that's and when they're building Brandon. the scariest shelving unit I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I was like, that is not safe. Yeah, I was like, they're building a TV and entertainment system? 
Yeah, I mean that's this I like you start. It. I saw the when you see the little karaoke thing. Oh, okay. That's where I started to put it together, and you know, um, Nat is saying stuff like, "Oh, if they've got a ski mask and a gun, we're closed," or whatever he says. Yeah, so something weird. Somebody knocks, and I mean it's Dylan, but um, Brandon's like, "Oh, I wonder who that is," and Nat's like, "Oh, if it's a guy with a ski cap and a gun, just tell him we're closed." Like, because a guy with a mask and whatever is gonna listen yeah and <laughs> also what a weird, weird thing to say he's yeah. been saying some really weird things lately yeah i don't i feel like they might not have actually figured out what nat is Mm-mm. Mm-mm. which seems weird because he's been around for a while for two seasons like yeah pretty consistently but yeah so dylan shows up and he says that he ran into sarah betty at alcoholics anonymous again ignoring the anonymous <laughs> part of it yeah and then brandon's like well yeah of course she remembers me i give great mouth to mouth yeah whatever like ew brandon well but then he says like oh from what i remember she could totally use it about her going to aa and i was like brandon don't be a douchebag yeah i think there's you could have said that more delicately like he could that's what i mean like i'm glad she's getting the help that she needs and like i'm glad she's doing better Mm -hmm. no she needed it always gotta have the like self-righteous attitude yeah he's always got to be the better person Mm mm-hmm and I mean better as in, like, I'm better than you, not, yeah, not I'm going to be an actual I'm going to take the person. high road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, he ugh, made me mad. Me too. He's just, he's never good with, he he tends to put his foot in his mouth, like, a lot. Every episode. A lot. Maybe they haven't figured out what to do with Brandon either. They haven't, because sometimes they make him really angry really easy. Other times they make him, like, really passionate about, like, helping people. And then this kind of, like, like sort this- of douche. That's the thing. I just don't know if there is a really good way of, like, making these lines sound good. Other than changing them completely. Other than, yeah, other than changing them. Yeah. I would agree with that. Because if, if it came out of anyone else's mouth, it would still sound just as insensitive. Yeah. I think so. the, like, shirt thingy he does when he says, I give great mouth to mouth, like, that was a little much. Like, if he had suspenders, he, he would have snapped yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gross. No, he's just, like, too proud of himself. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm, okay. And almost, like, trying to sound like he's, he wants Dylan to be impressed or something. You know what I you mean? You already saved your life. You're fine. Yeah. Like, whatever. But then Dylan leaves the peach pit to go to the Walsh's house mm-hmm. to see Brenda to show her his 90-day chip. Yes, which is, like, adorable. Yeah, and vulnerable. And I'm surprised Brenda hadn't seen the 60-day or the 30-day or whatever the yeah uh, increments are well um because she's like i've never seen this before well and i feel like i'd be very interested to get someone's perspective that like actually went through the program and is like yeah, you know maintaining sure. their sobriety and stuff and like i feel like some of these are really big milestones and that your friends and family maybe i as a girlfriend would try and be conscious of the day yeah yeah, yeah. and know like this is the day you're gonna get your 90 day chip mm-hmm. i'm gonna be supportive of you specifically on this day unless maybe it's a possibility that dylan didn't tell her the day yeah because he's so not self-servient you know like he's never one to put all the attention on him or like want to brag about stuff like even That's with fair. his porsche like he has a freaking porsche as a 17 year old kid but and his own house and his own house and you never hear anything about it and it's not like he's taking advantage of anything or trying to like woo people or persuade people to do something because of all these things so maybe i mean i would agree that especially in their relationship because they're so close and they've been together so long well and brenda's seen him fall off the wagon yeah 
But I, I could also see just that Dylan isn't just super vocal and vulnerable about that side of his life. Yeah. I but, could see that. But this is a very vulnerable moment where he yeah. comes and he's like, I got this today. Mm-hmm. And she's so proud of him. She's like, oh, I didn't even know. And then he asks her to go to the AA meeting with him on Sunday. And like Mary said, she hesitates to say yes because Tim wants to work out next to her. Like, how can you hesitate when your boyfriend shows up that vulnerable? Well, and like you've been dating each other at least now like a year and a half at minimum. Well, yeah, it's been on and off for a year Mm -hmm. and a half. Like... Like, if you would know, she's got to know how important this is to him. Well, and the thing is, like, this is just a very serious relationship at a young age. But mm-hmm. at the same, it's a very serious relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, and they've we've seen them be very, like, open with each other and talk about the hard stuff and don't really avoid conflict. And the fact that now Brenda is, like, avoiding and, like, being hesitant and, like, being squirrely, it's like, okay, something is off. Well, and the thing is, like, she's hesitating because of pushy-ass Tim. Yeah. Like, it would, I think I'd be a little, I'd think about it a little differently if he wasn't so aggressive. Mm -hmm. Like, if Tim had actually seemed like a guy I could be interested in, Mm -hmm. but I don't like how pushy he was. Well, I also think it might have been different had this been a person that started out literally just as friends they maybe they're in the same school class together and their friendship had grown and all of a sudden brenda's like do i have feelings for him like if it felt a little bit more organic yeah like maybe established that they've been in this workout class together a couple times and then like he comes up and is like hey great class today brenda and she's like oh you too tim Mm -hmm. and then he asks her out exactly that's what i mean i'm like it just feels weird because up until dylan asking brenda to go to aa with him this whole conversation was classic Dylan and Brenda. Like, yeah. it was cute. It was adorable. Dylan asking about her class. Brenda asking about his meeting. Like, it felt very organic and so much true. So much true. So very <laughs> true to them. Much true. Much true. Much true in this conversation. And then that happens and you're just kind of like, wait, this isn't them. This feels wrong. Well, and it just like... It feels like it sprang up out of nowhere. Exactly. Like, that's what, kind of what gets me. Um, and then, so is it, it's the next morning yeah. that Jim mm-hmm. is, like, super excited about karaoke and how everyone's going to be there, a bunch of his friends from work, a bunch of the kids' friends, you mm-hmm. know, all these people that they know. And I just kind of loved it because I'm like, that's very Jim. It is very Jim. Like, he's got the keyboard that he loves to play. He's like and he likes musical. to sing. Yeah. And, like, he gets super into activities. So, this is very Jim. Very Jim. And, like, it was a weird little unnecessary side plot to have the karaoke. Yeah, for sure. But, like, at least it matched their, like, personalities. And yeah, stuff. it wasn't like the last episode where they went and bet on horse racing, which had nothing to do with anything Andrea's ever done in her life. Well, and this felt less plotty and, like, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't feel like a true B plot mm-hmm. because it still incorporated Brenda and Dylan and Cal. Like, it, it included yeah. the others. And so maybe that's why I like it a little bit better is mm-hmm. it's not trying to completely separate out everybody. Exactly. Like, Brandon is not specifically over here with the karaoke while Brenda is specifically over here cheating on Dylan. Exactly. Um, but yeah, they're talking about all of this and the phone rings and we find out that somehow Tim has found her number. Yeah. And like, called what? her. 
I mean, yeah, there's phone books and that's how you do it. But she specifically said, don't call me. Well, and she never gave him her last name. Exactly. No, she did. Oh, she did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, okay. it was just in okay. the introduction. She just said Brenda Walsh. Okay. I missed yeah. that part. But so, I mean, you like, gotta imagine there's a lot of Walshes in the phone book. It's, well, it's California. And that's the thing. Like, he had to go find Jim and Cindy Walsh. Which means, like, if there are a lot of Walshes, he had to make it all the way down to the J's to find her. And she said, don't call me. Yep. And, like, I didn't like it. And the fact that everyone starts asking who Tim is and she's just very, like, kind of secrety about it. Yeah. Like, like, trying not to make it a big deal, but it is a big deal because she's not saying anything about she's it. She's specifically not making a big deal out of it. Yep. Therefore, it is a big deal. Yep. And, like, it just felt weird. Like, he's not sweet. He's creepy. And this has happened every time – maybe not every time. I'm probably forgetting stuff. But, like, the very first guy that Brenda was Jason. with, like – Was the college guy, 26. Yeah. Like, she she was lying to the college guy. There was, like, that weird bellhop that tried to give her rides places in a, <laughs> oh, yeah. a in, fling uh, in Palm Springs. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr. Suter. Mr. Suter, who was way too old for her. And this guy is technically probably too old for her, too, because he's pre-med at UCLA. Yeah. So he's, like, between 19 and 22, probably. Yeah. And just, like, it's, Brenda, stop. Yeah, chill out, Brenda. <laughs> First of all, you're 17. You don't need to be dating all of these older men. Second of all, Dylan. Yeah, exactly. You're already in a relationship. Like, I don't know. I don't care what you want to do, but I do have a firm belief that, like, you shouldn't be cheating on people. Oh, if yeah. you are not sure that you want to be in that relationship or, like, person. you're feeling tempted by something else, talk to them and maybe you guys need to break up. Right. Like, maybe you need to go date other people. Right. Because she did that whole, like, I need to know what it's like to be me thing and they did break up. And that was so well, like, well um, done on screen. It was mature of them as people and it was very Dylan and Brenda. That's what that's like the whole point of this episode to me is that this whole episode from both parties because still Dylan it took Dylan a long time to tell Sarah that Brenda was his girlfriend or that he had a girlfriend. Yeah. So from both parties it was so not them and maybe that's kind of the point that's showing like all right this is they're the, still in high school. This is the 17 year itch mm-hmm. version 2. Yeah. But they're 17 this time. Yeah. It's the Instead seventeen of, year, yeah, itch, yeah, 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 exactly. Seventeen years old itch, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like that's that's what this was, right? Hey, seventeen months. Hey, the seventeen be. month itch, because it's like a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I did that. I like it. <laughs> um, and yeah, and also like I guess simultaneously, Dylan is at the beach surfing with Sarah, Sarah Betty. and they're like surfing and he was like I wasn't sure you were gonna come and then they're like chilling afterwards and she talks about like you know she got a job washing hair and she's going to beauty school maybe I can do your hair and like you know rustles mm-hmm. his hair a little bit and I'm like Ooh, this is also yeah flirting. this is getting a little flirty which mm-hmm. like I think he even mentions it at some point with like the 12-step program of like don't get involved with other people mm-hmm. like I know that's something they talk about in a lot of you know, pop culture is like you don't get involved and like make major changes while you're trying yeah. to get your sobriety under control. Yeah, like, it's not like something you're supposed to do. You need routine and stability before you can start doing other things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I would just, I just wanted the whole time for Dylan at least to acknowledge to Sarah that he had a girlfriend. I mean, I kind of understood to an extent because, you know, she was in a very fragile place. And so he, 
probably he, he was thinking that he didn't want to like her to assume that he w- was assuming that she was flirting or or like something like that. So I get it, but I just uh... well, and I really get the feeling that both of them knew what they were doing was so wrong that they were trying to hide it from everyone, mm-hmm. kind of including themselves because like you know, I think Dylan was hearing the flirting and knowing what was going on and, like, kind of thinking, like, oh, Sarah Betty's still really pretty and she's sober just like me. We have a ton in common. Right. We surf together. But, like, I I don't know. I feel like he was kind of halfway between, like, I just want to have this sober friend and, like, help her and, you know, get her back on her feet and she's pretty, but I shouldn't think she's pretty because I have a girlfriend. Yeah, it was almost like he was trying to rationalize why he was, like, hanging around her by just saying, like, she really needs help. Um, I can do it because I've been where she's been. Like, he was a little bit trying to be, like, a white knight. Mm-hmm. A little. Not in a, like, Brandon Walsh kind of way. But in a helping way, but kind of a rationalizing way, too. Yeah, it wasn't... I mean, they even talk about it later. Of Like, he, for some reason, cared so much about this one person and wanting her to be sober and wanting her to be safe and all of that stuff. And, like... It was too much. Exactly. Um, And then that night, they go to the Peach Pit for, like, inaugural karaoke night. And apparently they only have one song on the karaoke machine that night. One track, and Jim has to do it first. And then everyone does it. I did love how Cindy was embarrassed. I know. That was funny. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) And I love that Steve and Kelly did it together. Yes. Like, they sang the song. Um, No, like, yeah, I was like, why is it just the same song over and over? over and over and over again. (laughs) And, like, I thought maybe it was – because I watched it on the DVDs. I was like, oh, maybe this was just a song they had the rights to. But oh, you could yeah. see it on the screen. That's true. That's and true. you could hear it in all their voices. They really did the one song over and over and over again. They were still just trying to figure out what karaoke was. They didn't realize you could actually change the song. <laughs> they didn't understand how to use the machine. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the next guy shows up whatever like, day um, and just, click. like, I don't want to sing that song. Yeah. <laughs> Can I sing anything else? Literally anything else. Um. But yeah, and then it's after this and Brenda and Dylan go back to Dylan's place and he like offers to make her food and she's like, wow, things have really changed. And he's like, huh? And she's like, well, we used to like, if we'd come home from somewhere, you'd immediately not be thinking about food. And he's like, oh, trust me, I'm still not thinking about food. And I'm like, that should have been like stability enough. You know what I mean? Like that would... That should have almost given Brenda confidence, like, okay, like, if she was starting to think we're in a rut, a rut, this isn't new and exciting anymore, we're kind of, like, getting into this, like, routine and boring and whatever, that right there should have been, like, oh, no, we're good. I don't need anybody else. Well, and it seems to me, like, Brenda isn't really sure what she's looking for in, like, a physical sexual relationship. True. Because, like, she gets mad if he's too much thinking about Mm -hmm. sex. Now, he's not thinking about sex, and she's upset that Mm -hmm. he's not thinking about sex with her Mm -hmm. and just I don't know it seemed a little weird like don't get me wrong like I would not say no to like walking in throwing the keys on the table and like oh we're we're alone right make out for a little while but like also if somebody offered to make me like scrambled eggs it'd be like yes please yes like yeah I mean the way to my heart sometimes yeah it's food I love food especially if you offer it like without any like Hey, I'm like, let's get some food. You want some? I'll make you something. I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. Granted, Nate cooks every night, but you know. I mean, yeah, John cooks every night. But like this morning, he was like, like, I woke up really late and he was like, oh, do you want breakfast? And I was like, oh, oh 
Nice. You want my breakfast? I do. And see, but sometimes it's even smaller than that. Like when, like Nate usually gets ready before I do. And then he goes downstairs and he's like, um, I get downstairs. He's like, I turned on your coffee pot for you. I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah. No, that was like John showered first. And then when I got out of the shower and I got dressed and I walked out, he was like, oh, I made coffee. You want a cup? Mm-hmm. I was like, yes. Yes. Yes, and I do. He, he like put it in a to-go cup for me because oh, he knew nice. I had to leave soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't get brenda's anger with this right it's like weird. he's being domestic and it's adorable it's have this, a snack yeah it's the 17 month itch she's upset that he doesn't want to touch her boobies so how dare you offer her a sandwich i mean most of the time i'm like if i'm not getting one let me get the other and then right? vice versa <laughs> like, if i'm not getting a sandwich let me get sex if i'm not getting sex let me get a sandwich Maslow's hierarchy of needs sandwich <laughs> titties <laughs> something else exactly but yeah brenda seems like a little weird and then they notice on the answering machine or she brenda notices oh like you got a call and it ends up being sarah well okay she like wants him to make out with her and then they go make out and she's like oh but you have a message click that's the thing it's like she's not sure what she she, wants she wants him to want her and like i think she just wants control of like saying no versus like him yeah. not being all over i don't know it no was i can weird. see that that's a lot of times it's girl logic like if we're being real sometimes yeah. that's girl logic yeah and then, i want you to want me but only when i want you to want me yeah and i want you to want me right now mm-hmm. so but i don't necessarily have to want you back girl logic oh my god my brain is spinning <laughs> we're the worst <laughs> <laughs> but like it totally like as a 16 year old 17 year old whatever they are like I, pr- I almost definitely would have felt the same way. Yeah. I've just been like, uh, why aren't you just like all up on my booty? But then also like get away from my booty. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I totally get why after the message she like shuts it down. Yeah. But it also like it seems like she's angry at him for having talked to somebody at AA. And then again, him being like, it's supposed to be confidential. You already told Brandon about it. <laughs> yeah, It's so not confidential. It's conveniently confidential. Yeah, it's confidential because you want to hide it from your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And like, it almost seemed like Brenda, I mean, Brenda seemed mad, but she also seemed like kind of cool with it because I think she knows that Dylan is a good guy. And like, if someone needs help, of course he's going to want to help that person. Well, and that's what he was doing is he was mm-hmm. going to help someone and it just happened to be a girl. Right. Like, I... If it was a dude, there would be no issue. There would be no issue at all. Mm-hmm. She'd be so proud of him. Right. Like, so I, I totally get it. Yeah. I totally get the weirdness going on. Yeah. And just, like, it it just kept being a reminder that, like, this was supposed to be a parallel to Tim and Brenda, and it just made me mad. Because mm-hmm. then Dylan goes to her place, mm-hmm. and her ex has shown up, and he's drunk and passed out on the couch with, like, a bottle of Jack in his hands. And she's like, I just can't get him to leave. I don't know what to do. I'm going to drink that alcohol if nobody does anything. And so Brandon, no. You're used to it being Brandon. (laughs) Dylan wakes him up and tries to shoo him out of the place. And that's when he was like, oh, so you're the other guy. I knew the sobriety stuff was bullshit. And I'm very amazed he did not try to fight Dylan at this point. I'm very surprised it did not end in a brawl. Yeah. (laughs) Like, not because Dylan was started it. But because the other guy would have. Well, because he's like egging him on and yes. being like just angry drunk. But he just leaves. No just, problem. Yeah, no problem. He's like, fine, I'm, go- I'm going, I'm going. Which, fun fact, this guy, don't remember his actor's name. I think it's Titus something or other. 
Uh, but he was the man in black from Lost. I don't know if you guys watch oh. Lost. He's also the star of that Amazon Prime show, Bosch. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I knew it. Like, I thought the face looked familiar, but as soon as he opened his mouth, I knew the voice. Because he's just got a very deep, distinctive voice. And I was like, that's the man in black from Lost. I forgot about that. It's been so long since I've seen Lost. I watched it once, and I think I, f- like, finished it in 2012, and then I never touched it again. Oh, yeah. See, I re watch random like my favorite episodes every now and then and one of them has a man in black in it so no i i mean don't get me wrong i still say we have to go back oh, all yeah. the time God. walt <laughs> where's my son <laughs> but, but yeah, i have that's my fun fact but yeah it it escalated or it could have escalated and normally i feel like would have escalated yeah but it was weird that it didn't yeah and then like he gets him out the door and sarah betty like throws herself on him and is like clawing at him and is like i can't be alone tonight you have to stay with me i'm so freaked out and he does he stays the whole night which like this is him being too much on the i want to help you thing Mm -hmm. this is exactly what was happening here but i mean he sleeps on the couch like we don't know what happens in between that part and when they fall asleep but you have to assume that like it was fairly platonic because they don't kiss until the next morning exactly and then, so it is the next morning, mm-hmm. and you see Brenda and Kelly out Running. for a run together, which was super cute. Very cute. Loved it so mm-hmm. much. I would have loved it if, like, one of my girlfriends would have just, like, gone for a run with me in high school. Not that I know, I and just, like, I've sit there and, like, running, but gossip. Yeah. Now, that's uh, a friend of mine and I sometimes go running together, and we haven't done it in a while because, like, we're not, she still travels for work and mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. so, like, we're on different schedules at this point. But, like, we used to get up at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning to go running together before we'd Jeez. go to work. I know. Oh, we're so cute. Because yeah. we just, like, meet at the corner of Piedmont right. and then go for, like, a little three-mile run and just, like... Just a soft three-mile run. No big deal. You know. 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Couldn't even get it out. <laughs> but, like, they're, yeah, you cute. know, running and talking and Kelly's being really smart, being, like, calling for help makes sense because they're in AA together. Like, you don't... What you're doing doesn't make sense. Yeah, because she was bitching of, like, well, he didn't tell me that it was Sarah Betty. He told Brandon, but he didn't tell me. And Kelly was just like, you just flirted with someone last night. Shamelessly. Yeah. like That's what I'm saying. Kelly is that bitch. Like, she's the one She's not afraid to say it. it. Like, she's like, no, look, this is how it is. This is what you're being. Don't, Don't give me any of that bullshit. Just... Do the right thing. Yeah, you can't be all high and mighty when mm-hmm. you just flirted with somebody. Yeah, like this is why I love Kelly, and I know she's gonna fuck up at some point, but I right now I love her. She's, yeah, she's what every friend needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they they get back to the house, and I love that they're what is it? Brandon's like, oh man, you guys are you know exercising so much, and Kelly's like, yeah, why are we doing this? <laughs> and Brenda's trying to be like, um, for ourselves obviously for your health yeah i'm kelly in this scene <laughs> yeah, why, why are we are doing this? this oh i'm brenda yeah i'm brenda i i am literally brenda i sent you guys a workout video that's like true. three days ago and it's like let's do this together that's true i'm literally brenda i, I mean i'm down for a dance workout yeah i'm not ever down to run yeah i mean i will walk like 10 miles in a day mm-hmm. if that's what y'all want to do, but I won't run. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. I don't like running and I will avoid it at all costs, but all other workouts I'm absolutely game for. Gonna, Any other workout. I'm going to go running after we finish recording. Good for you. <laughs> I'm 
so lame. I support your decision, I but I don't understand it. it. And I, whenever a runner is like, no, 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 at some point you just, you get past it and it's just all, it feels great. You just really escape. Never reach that point. Literally, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Why am I doing this? I'm going to stop. <laughs> I have asthma. <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> And here I am, just, I hate it. So I have no, like, self-control. I mean, I also hate it, but I, I have asthma. Yeah. So I have another reason on top yeah. of it. At least there's that, though. The hate is strong. Yeah. But anyway, so we're back. No, no, no. We're back at Sarah's house. Well. apartment. Right? Do we go back to Sarah's before they get back to the house? No. So. No. Yeah? No. No? So they get back to the house because mm-hmm. then... Because that's when Brandon says... Brandon says Tim called. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, Kelly's just like, oh, Tim called. And then Brandon says that he's going to keep it a secret from Dylan, just like all cutesy. And I was like, I feel like you should be a little angry that you have to keep friend- secrets from your best friend. Yeah. Like... It's kind of a double standard a little bit. It's weird. Because, like, remember how, like, easy Brandon would get mad at Dylan for his other girlfriends in the past or like flirting with anybody mm-hmm. but now brenda's openly flirting with somebody else and brandon's all twins he's like secret safe with me yeah like wink mm. wink wink i think brandon hates dylan i think brandon hates everyone yeah. <laughs> but like yeah this is a very like twins thing like i'm gonna do this for you but i would never do it for my friends yeah maybe it's, so it's- weird Brandon does owe her for the not ratting out Emily Valentine for drugging him. True. Good point. point. They should have acknowledged that, though. They should have acknowledged, like, with the two of them talking some more of their relationship histories and whatnot. But, yeah, he says he's not going to tell Dylan about anything and, like, hands her the message. And then we go to Sarah Betty's house where she has made Dylan breakfast of, like, scrambled eggs and soda. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have coffee, but I hear soda has caffeine in it. Like, yeah. What are you? Okay. <laughs> Got God. you eggs and Pepsi. <laughs> I would have just been like, fuck that. Yeah, he reaches around the Pepsi for the like small amount of orange juice that she provided and was like, no, this. <laughs> this is a breakfast drink. Also, how do you not have coffee? Yeah. Well, I guess as a teenager, well. No, I was drinking coffee by now. I wasn't. I didn't start drinking coffee until college love coffee so i do too but i just didn't find that love until college I've always it wasn't a high school coffee. sweetheart of mine <laughs> oh my god i've been drinking coffee since i was like eight i know because like me, we went to church every sunday and after mass was coffee and donuts oh so i would always go get a donut because like they had like little donations just for extra so you would like put in some quarters and you'd get yourself a donut and a cup of coffee and I would put so much cream and sugar. It was probably <laughs> disgusting. I was going to say, if I drank now what I would drink oh. in like middle school and high school, I'd be it. so grossed out. Because yeah. yeah, it was like easily it was more steamed milk than coffee. Oh, yeah. And I drink it black now. Oh, the white chocolate mocha is what used to be my jam. Mm. Like oh, hardcore. I, I loved Frappuccinos. And now yeah. I'm like, what was I thinking? I know. Like I tried to drink a white chocolate mocha like a couple years ago. And I was just like, what is this? Yeah. When I worked at Starbucks, because I did that for a long time. Um, I wish I had worked at Starbucks. Making Starbucks the... was hard to get a job at. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Not for Mary. Luckily, I knew somebody because I had applied That's to... how like, it is now. Yeah. You got to freaking know someone to get a job around here. But yeah, the white um, the white mocha sauce, it just looks like snot, which just... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not... 
anything that looks appetizing at all. So that turned me off of it entirely. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I basically drink black coffee now or coffee with like the slightest hint of vanilla cream. Yeah. Every now and then I'll get the like holiday lattes Mm -hmm. at Starbucks, but it's got to be like, I'll get the like skinny version or whatever, Mm -hmm. like no whipped cream Mm -hmm. and like, I'll try and like tone it down Mm because they had the Starbucks pop-up parties. Oh yeah. Like a month ago, I think. And they did one at the Starbucks across from work, and I think John was working from home that day or had the day off or something, and I called him and I was like, you want to come drive to Starbucks and then pick me up and take me home? (laughs) And I think our free latte, we got the, like, caramel brulee latte or something, and I got, like, the teeny one. Yeah, like the, oh, what do they call it? The short? Yeah. Is it short? Yeah, short is... um, I want to say eight ounces. Yeah, it's like the smallest yeah. little. Yeah. It's half a grande. Yeah, yeah and I okay. was even like, no whipped cream. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Don't do that. Yeah. I didn't really like any of those drinks except for occasionally a short eggnog latte. I liked mm. the gingerbread one because it was a little spicier, but they only do that in Canada now. Why? It was so good. I know. I mean, Canada was recently voted the best uh, quality of life so <laughs> canada was Clearly. recently voted the spiciest yeah. <laughs> god so. they have the gingerbread latte and weed and free health care guys should we move to canada <laughs> we should and it for only thing is it's pretty cold there my so, my company <laughs> only downside yeah my company only has down. an office up there and there's only like seven people in the office like we acquired a company i think and that's who's up there and they have a Slack bot that posts every day in their like office channel, and it's just little voting buttons of whether you're coming in or staying home because it's too cold. Oh, they yeah. never go into the office. Yeah, it's like they don't really get snow days unless it's legitimately like blizzarding outside. Outside, I don't know if blizzarding is a word, but I don't now. think it is. It is now. Um, but yeah, I've heard the flexibility on coming in and staying home is is there. So Canada, everything's coming up Canada right now. <laughs> Guys, should we move to Canada? I think so. Email us. At backtopodcast at gmail.com. Also, only sort of related, I've been watching Anne with an E on Netflix, mm-hmm. and Prince Edward Island is like the most beautiful place in the yeah. entire world. I went down a rabbit hole of watching The Amazing Race Canada lately. Ooh. Yeah, it was super intriguing. And they're showing all parts, like all different parts of Canada from like, Montreal to St. Uh, what is it? Prince, Prince Edward, Edward Island yeah. to like some other places that I don't recall what they are now, but it is gorgeous up there. They also have some really good TV shows. They have the Great Canadian oh. Bake Off. Well, didn't they have a, oh, what was that show? Mm, don't remember. Never mind. Cut that out. Degrassi. Um, yes. Degrassi is like top of the list. Um, did you ever see the show Working Moms on Netflix? I've put it on my list, but I have not watched it pretty funny like i don't like babies that much and i watched it (laughs) i've heard i watched all of it yeah i've heard it's pretty funny so yeah canada looking pretty good Mm -hmm. i'm trying to bring back a and by bring back i'm trying to bring it to the united states i really just in my head i heard i'm trying to bring back eggs (laughs) (laughs) oh one more canadian show to plug it's on hulu it's called letter kenny and it's hilarious schitt's creek my friend is that canadian yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, my friend Shelby loves Letter Kenny. She it's talks about good. it all the time. It's hilarious. It's so good. Well, and because I got into the Amazing Race Canada for some reason, I started saying A, and then I found myself sometimes like 
not sorry or a boat or anything like that yet. <laughs> but like some of my tomorrow, I keep trying to say tomorrow like I normally do, not tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so sometimes it comes out not quite just out, a little, but a, a little, little out. It's funny what rubs off on you. Yes. From- TV and other cultural things. So it sounds like you're ready to go. I'm ready. I'm, I've got a, like, I said it this morning to Nate. I was like, um, oh, I can't even think about it. But my friend Eric is Canadian. He's from Canada. His whole family's from Canada. And I said, I told him I was trying to bring it to America. And he was like, well, you're not being annoying, right? And I was like, no, 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 I'm trying to do it right. And then I gave him an example of a way I've used a, and he's like, okay, that's the proper usage. And I was like, yes, I'm already indoctrinated. I'm good. <laughs> All right, so you're going to start saying it on the podcast mm, and then mm-hmm. the like 17 listeners that we have. I'm doing a good well, job. I'll hear it. Perfect. And I think we have a couple Canadian listeners out there. So shout out to you guys. We want to come visit your country and then potentially live there. Email us about it. <laughs> about it. About, about it. it. <laughs> Tell us how cold you are. Okay, love you. Bye. Did you go to work this week? Was it too cold? Cold out there, eh? <laughs> work from home days? Tell us about them. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Anywho. Um, yeah, because this is the morning speaking of eggs this is the morning that sarah <laughs> sarah yes. makes in this breakfast and then sits down next to him and just like goes for it grabs shirt hold on kiss and he like kisses her back he a doesn't little bit push her away before he stops like he legit kisses her back and then is like this is a bad idea for several reasons not none of which the first was because I have a girlfriend. Yeah. I mm, didn't love that. Yeah. No, it it really seems like this is him trying to talk about sobriety mm-hmm. and just like my relationship has nothing to do with this. Yeah. Like he is kind of trying to keep it separate. Yeah, he is trying to keep it separate because mm-hmm. even when Brenda goes to the AA meeting with him that night, we find out that this is the first time he's even asked her to go with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when they go to the AA meeting and she says, I thought it would be depressing and boring, but it wasn't. It's like, damn, Brenda. Yeah, like a little sensitivity That's there. That's a little mean. <laughs> and then they're talking about how like people talk about more than just drinking. And, you know, Dylan's trying to explain it to her like people need to get their secrets out because if you're feeling less, you know, weighed down by your secrets you're less likely to drink and she's like well you didn't have a testimonial tonight yeah like she immediately thinks he's like hiding something from her you don't have to speak every single night if every Mm -hmm. single person spoke every single night that would take hours Well, that particular aa meeting was packed there was at least what those were huge meetings yeah the one i went to that one time had like 12 people max so like that place you could have like gone round robin Mm -hmm. well and i wonder like i know AA meetings have like family and friend nights specifically Mm. to say like this is a night that you can bring you know friends of alcoholics and Mm. like that kind of thing like and there's a whole separate thing called Al-Anon which is about families and friends who are affected by other people's alcoholism so they can get support with what they're dealing with with their relationship I see yeah no so it was a whole thing like I just didn't like that she immediately jumped to the fact that he's hiding secrets which like at this point, he is, and so is she, and that's why they're about to try and argue about it. But then Ben shows up, who's his sponsor, mm-hmm. who is from The Doors. Oh. Wait, legitimately? Yes. Oh. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. put that together. Yeah. I tried to look up who he was, and I couldn't figure it out. No, if you look up his IMDb, all of his credits are soundtrack credits, because he's from The Doors. And then, um, I think Matthew Dillon 
Is that a name of a person? Played him in the Doors movie. Hmm. Hold on. I can look that up. That sounds like a real And that's name. his sponsor, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, hold on. I can tell you exactly. Kevin Dillon. That's who it was. Uh, Paul Hollywood from mm. Entourage. I would almost love to do an Entourage podcast. Oh my How gosh. sad is that? I don't know if I could do it. I would hate every second of it, but yeah. I would also not. I'd like um, to watch a show that I enjoy wholeheartedly. <laughs> I just remember loving and hating that show when I watched it. Mm, that's about the vibe I get from most people, except boys. All boys love it that have seen it. Yeah, but Ben is from The Doors. Okay. And yeah, he's like, oh, I've heard so much about Brenda. And then Brenda's like, oh, I've heard so much about you. And then they go to the pe- yep. the Peach Pit for karaoke night again, mm-hmm. and Kelly did go to the fitness class and ran into Tim, Tim there, and then Tim went with her to the Peach Pit. Yeah, basically like follows her, I guess. I don't know. Like, like it was really creepy was, that he yeah. just showed up and sat down with them, and then, you know, Brenda and Dylan walk in, and she has that thing where she's like, this is my boyfriend Dylan, mm-hmm. and then... While Dylan is there, they get up on the karaoke thing and start, like, really getting all touchy while they're singing. Yeah. Well, and even before that, at the exercise class, um, when Tim's talking to Kelly, he's like, well, they're just dating. They're not engaged, right? That means they're fair game. And then he makes a comment about how he's relentless. And I'm like, relentless is not cute. That is... That is the wrong message to send to boys to say, no, 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 just be persistent and you'll eventually wear them down. She's saying no because she wants you to chase her. Yeah, like, no. She's saying no because she doesn't want you. Yeah, like, if you're... Just ca- move on. There's plenty of other girls out there. You are free to casually date people, mm-hmm. but, like, you have to be clear. Like, he's looking, assuming that, like, she is fair game because she's so young. Mm-hmm. But, like, no, she's in a committed relationship and she said no to she you. She wants to be monogamous. She doesn't want to date multiple people. Yeah. And why is this UCLA student in pre-med chasing a high schooler? I yeah. don't understand. Like, that's, that's also a red people. flag. I don't really like when, like, college kids go after younger girls or even, like, people who are out of college are going after college girls. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if he's 19 and she's 17, like, it's not that bad. But there's a lot of a difference between a guy who's at UCLA and has already declared pre-med and Brenda Walsh. Yeah, Totally. Like, I just don't like it. And then she, so her mom comes up behind her, because this is when Cindy is also very embarrassed by uh, Jim. I'm struggling with Jim and Tim. Um, (laughs) And she introduces Tim to her mom and points out her dad, who, by the way, says, who knew accountants could be so groovy? (laughs) Like, God damn it. (laughs) This makes all accountants look bad, Jim. Oh, boy. I was going to say, Ariel knew accountants could be so groovy. (laughs) calculator (laughs) jesus christ i'm gonna say that from now on when we leave oh no that's worse (laughs) than the bai (laughs) the bai is amazing the bai so good is something it's fine i just won't do it (laughs) it's fine it's fine you guys can do that if you want to yes exactly (laughs) it's fine Ugh, but yeah so they show up and Dylan's been really nervous because Sarah Betty hasn't been showing up at meetings like he kept telling her to, to be like, if you're really struggling, this is where you need to be. Like, this is who you need to talk to. You don't mm-hmm. need to do this alone, but like, I can't just stay here all the time. 
and she hasn't been showing up, so he figures he's going to go call her and try and find out where she is. And Brenda gets mad at him for wanting to go help a friend. But at the same time, her thinking is that she's a girl that you're going to help and you're leaving me specifically to go be with her. Who is, like... And, like, I all I'm saying is I get it from a teenage girl perspective. Yeah, and, like... I don't know. I think she was also kind of like rolling her eyes and being annoyed by it because Tim literally had his hands like on her hips right when Dylan's like calling her over. Mm-hmm. And I think she kind of expected Dylan to be jealous. Right. Rather than yeah. being like, I need Leave. to go. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, I'm not saying either. In no situation are these two people doing the right thing. No. But this I is, just get the I get the anger oh and God. the angst. It's, I get the angst. It's too many episodes in a row where people don't talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's giving me a headache. Like these relationships yeah. would just function so much better if you guys would talk. And this it's a drama. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the definition drama, not a of yeah. how to make a dram- dramatic TV show is no one talks to each other. Yep. Everyone talks about each other. It's he about said, each other. About each other. About not to each other, about each other, away from each other. I'm trying to think of other Canadian things to work in here. I can't do it. I'm not there yet. A. A. No, see, that's the improper usage. You can't just throw A out willy-nilly, Mary. You can't. I was adding it to the end of your sentence, so it should fit, A. See, that was better. That was better. I'm learning. We're, we're almost ready. Season three is going to air in Canada first. Oh. Back to podcast goes Canadian, eh? <laughs> Perfect. I love it. <laughs> Back to Canada. Back to Canada. Back to Canada for the first time. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so Dylan goes to Sarah. Yeah, he goes to her house and she answers she the door with a beer. She is hammered Mm -hmm. and he comes in he starts yelling at the boyfriend of like how could you give her all this alcohol and he's like nah man she's drunk when i got here i just kept letting her drink and i'm like yikes like this is moment this is not good and then there's the fight and then there's that we were all waiting for yeah and so dylan hits the guy kind of like knocks him into a table sarah freaks out and kicks dylan out and Mm -hmm. that's probably the last time we're ever going to see Sarah Betty again. Like Almost certainly. I'm a little upset that this, this is, is her. Yeah. yeah. Like, we saw her getting help the last time. Then we find out she didn't get the help that she needed, but she's trying again, and, like, she fell off again, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. And I just, mm, I didn't like it. Yeah, um, and then, like, the side side plot is like Stephen Hundria start complaining about the clientele because like there's a really boring old guy singing like a Sinatra song or something. Well, and they're doing karaoke like twenty four seven. Yeah, or, like, it's like however, this should be reserved for like Fridays and Saturdays. yeah, this should be like Friday night karaoke. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do karaoke all the time. But they leave the the karaoke at the Peach Pit, and Tim drives Brenda home, mm-hmm. and then they stay out talking all night. And Cindy's at the window being like, "I don't like this." Like, what is going on here? And I was like, Cindy, you know what's up. She like, knows, yeah, she you know Tim knows. is gross and too old for her and too pushy, and I don't like it. And they stay out there talking, and he says, like, oh, I'm, I'll am i leave if you want me to. And she's like, I don't want you to. And then they kiss. And then she's like, I shouldn't be doing this. And then they kiss again. And then, like, this was different. 
than Dylan's kiss because Dylan. This is so different. These are not apples to apples. Mm-mm. Like that was the problem. That's the problem. They almost used Dylan's. They tried to be like they both did something wrong, and I'm mm-hmm. like, and it's like, like, yeah, they did, but it's not equal. It's not equal. It's, it's like if I stole a candy bar and you stole my cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, levels. <laughs> Yeah, it's like if I stole five dollars out of your wallet and you punched evade, you in the face, evaded the government and embezzled money at your house. But I feel like you can't even make it. Like they can't both be stealing. It does have to be like right, right. right. Okay, like, okay. It's like I you said so. Kelly's friend Tiffany shoplifted, and I and, stole a yacht. And David no, let's still murdered <laughs> Kelly for her nose. There you go. <laughs> all right, we see. That's all we had to do was put it in the world. <laughs> put it. We in needed the context. Yeah, I can't steal your cat. <laughs> You'd be like if you stole Lady versus if you stole Castle. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry, cats. I love yeah. you all equally. Goodness, Lady's gonna hear this and be so mad. For reference, one of my cats hates me and hates being touched, and yeah. she's. Stares at me <laughs> evilly from across the room all the time. She destroys everything I love. But I have her. <laughs> but she's there. <laughs> and she's so teeny. She is very small, which makes her evilness even better. You know, that means she's concentrated evil. <laughs> yeah. She's got all balled up inside. And one day that hairball is just going to come up and it's just that all evil. evil. Is just <laughs> she's eventually going to get exercised because of the hairball. It's filled with evil. That's why her hair's so big. It's full of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's so soft. All of the anger oh, just yeah. like secretes softness into her fur. That's how she tricks you. Yeah. It's soft. But yeah. she won't let you touch it. <laughs> anyway, enough about the cat. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Then the next At- exercise class again? No. I, mm, no, because the next morning, I think is when you see Brenda is laying in bed, but she's not, oh, like, awake. The twins talk. Awake, yeah, but she hasn't gotten up. And then Brandon comes in for whatever reason, and she's like, wait, Brandon, we have to talk. And then she tells him what happened. She's like, I was just making sure that Dylan and I were meant for each other. No, you weren't. That was no, never you your weren't. intention. Shut your up. Your intention was to get attention from yeah, another boy. Yeah, your intention was to kiss Tim. Yeah. Like, that's all that was. It was her attention. It was a temptation. It was, I was just going to say that. Not a temptation, a temptation. And yeah, for some reason, Brandon gives her dating advice. And yeah, I was like, I didn't even write down what he said. I didn't either. I just said, don't take that. Yeah. Don't listen to him. I was like, Brandon is now giving Brenda advice? Question mark. No. Yeah. No, no, no. And then, then, then they go to the peach pit and it's super depressing. And they're all sitting there being like, someone has to tell Nat Jim about this, whatever, Nat. both of yeah. them, mm-hmm. and yeah, because Brandon tells Nat, and then Nat says that Brandon has to tell his dad, and mm-hmm. we don't see him tell his dad, right? And um, then Brenda, quote unquote, dumps Tim. I just wrote, I hate Tim. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. Oh, it's easy. Brenda like dumps Tim, quote unquote, and then Tim turns around and goes after Kelly, which all Kelly wants is to get laid. So it's like, I was sure, say, I. The only thing that would make this okay is, like, Kelly has been there for this whole time, and she knows exactly what she's getting into, and she's still game for it. Yeah. So I think she gets to make this decision for herself. And guaranteed, literally, I think she just wants to get laid. 
Yeah, she just wants to go make out with a yeah. cute guy. And then and she's then, like, I just want to have fun. Yep. You just want to have fun. We'll make out and like. And then buy. Buy me dinner. <laughs> yeah. Let's play it's anatomy. Like, I still want that food you offered. <laughs> <laughs> Please I, give. I want dinner now. Mm-hmm. And then we can touch butts. And then we'll leave. <laughs> also, you keep offering to give Brenda a ride. Can I get a ride? Like, I'll take that. No. And see, I feel like Kelly would be like, I have my own car. I don't need you. True, probably. They'd meet at the restaurant. I do want your sandwich. And your money. I don't want your car. Mm. I want autonomy over my own driving. That's fair. That does seem very Kelly. No, Kelly feels like she can do this, like, you know, casually dating people. Like, Like, this is not a Brenda thing. This is a Kelly thing. Like, he just picked the wrong one. Right. But, you know, it was really weird that he was just like, oh, hi, friend Kelly. I'm Tim. Cool. I can't stop shaking my head. I oh. tried to think of something to say, but I also wrote Dylan is such a good guy and Brandon or er, <laughs> same <laughs> thing. Brandon cheated on. <laughs> I wrote Dylan is such a good guy and Brenda cheated on him because his Jerry O'Connell lookalike wants to bone her mm. and then a sad face. He did kind of look like Jerry O'Connell. Right? I was like this man is not cute Mixed enough with to justify like Nick Zano like in the eyes. Okay. So it's like Jerry O'Connell face and hair. Are you looking up Jerry O'Connell? He was uh, I mean, he was in Kangaroo things. Jack. Yeah, that's all I know. There was something about his teeth. They were really, really white. They were really white. It was too much. I thought yeah. he was like sort of attractive, but then he opened his mouth. That's all. It was like, He was sort of attractive, but when you out, have Dylan. Oh, I know. He aged really well, too. He hasn't done a whole lot. He did a lot of like one episode things and a bunch of other 90s television but like he aged pretty well his name is hank oh he did he has a pretty good jawline yeah that's what i mean like he's got attractive features he just wasn't inherently attractive he just reminds me of like people in high school who were cute Mm -hmm. but as soon as they say something it's just oh you're insufferable he's the ethan craft of Beverly Hills oh, yes. Okay. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yep. Thanks, Tim. Is this our first Lizzie McGuire reference? It might be, it but can't be. I'm supposed to be watching more of it tomorrow. So I've got a date with friends to watch Lizzie McGuire <laughs> and other decom things. The plan is Xenon, the girl of the 21st century. Yes. The 13th Solid. year. Yes. And uh, what was our third one? Our third one is, I knew I was going to forget it, and I wrote it down and I recycled the sticky note um is it a decom or a show it's a decom because then we're gonna weave in lizzie mcguire and like Boy um, smart house stepsister from planet weird nope. drink nope um, um alley cat strike nope quint nope um, um i don't think it was halloween sport- town oh. nope it's not that one nope is it sports related or not i don't think it's um what's related. the basketball one that's uh double teamed or luck of the irish Oh, I loved Look of the Irish. Oh, my one. God. Oh, what's the one where that same actor turned into a mermaid? 13th That's year. 13th That's 13th year. Oh, it's 13th year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wasn't the same actor. That was the same actor at Smart House. But they look That's similar. That's what it was. They look similar. Didn't Look of the Irish guy do another one, though? He did. Smart House. Smart House. Oh, okay. So Smart House and Look of the Irish, and then yeah. 13th year is a different one. But, mm-hmm. th- but 13th year definitely did another one, though. Oh, are we doing Fan of the Me- Megaplex? Oh, Phantom of the Megaplex was a good one. I we might be that doing that one. one. We might be doing that one. Um, Mom's got a date with a vampire. That was good. Caroline Ray. Mm, great. God, there was so Yeah, many I think movies. that third I think the third one is Phantom, Phantom of the Megaplex. We watched the trailer for that. It is cheesy as hell. I can't wait. Oh all of gosh. them are so oh, cheesy. I know. They're also good. 
And then we're going to, yeah, weave in Lizzie McGuire and Boy Meets World, and we're having breakfast for dinner. Oh, so the nostalgia. It's perfect. I love it's Brenner. Perfect. I know. It's perfect. Man, and I wasn't cooking. invited. Well, it's Shelby and Jacqueline. It was a work thing. So. I also wasn't invited, so... Do you want to hang out and do the exact same thing and not invite Caitlin? Yes. I'm not. I'm not heard about this. I have other friends. Guys, I think you just heard the end of the back two crew. We're breaking up. <laughs> just kidding. It's because I cheated on them. <laughs> then we go to a really mature conversation between Brenda and Dylan. <laughs> Unlike this one. This is not the end of that episode. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, they're talking about how hard it is to care about an alcoholic. They're admitting their faults. They're both telling each other what happened. Mm -hmm. And then Brenda's like, what's going on with us? Yeah. It's the 17-month itch. And I feel like Dylan almost, like, has a realization. Like, Brenda's trying to be like, yeah, I get it. Like, like it it is hard to date an alcoholic. And and Dylan's like, oh, I see. Oh, you saw He's me. like, throughout all of this, I somehow forgot that I'm the alcoholic that you're dating. <laughs> but also, like, I get that. Like, you can be so absorbed in trying to do something that you don't realize, wait a minute, this is like looking in a mirror and this is how it must feel for someone else. Well, and, you know, I don't know if we've really seen him on that side of things right. ever before. So maybe he hasn't experienced that before. Like, we've seen, you know, both of his parents leave him, but not because of drugs and alcohol. Correct. Exactly. So, you know good and then okay so that was a great that was a great talk and we could have ended the episode there but, but we, didn't. We, we didn't we had to show jim with his stupid keyboard yelling yell singing yeah i love when it first started i didn't realize that he had the headphones on and was listening to the music in there and i was like is he so sad he is playing the keyboard not plugged in <laughs> that would have been really funny if he was like, but oh, no. no, he had his little headphones in playing Wild Thing and yelling, which happens if you can't hear it. But he must have had his headphones on pretty loud to like not be aware of like how loud he was being. No, it was his sadness. He was just like drowning out the sad feelings. So sad. At the same time, though, as someone who plays Overwatch with a headset on and yeah, I do fair. something stupid, like I'll say fuck so loudly <laughs> that Michael will be like, Stop yelling. (laughs) You don't have to yell. What? (laughs) Oh, my God. So that's all. That was the end of the episode. By the way, John was watching your Twitch stream or Twitch videos last night, and he said that you need more highlights, and he also has notes. Oh, my gosh. We'll talk. (laughs) I'm so excited. Nobody watches my Twitch. I haven't streamed in, like, over a year, but I'm thinking about getting back into it because I have almost... 200 Overwatch loot boxes to open. So I'm going to do all oh, that on so stream. Many loot boxes. Yeah, I've been collecting. I have I've only been opening ones from events, so they're just all plain. But yeah, I haven't opened any loot boxes since Sigma came out. Um and yeah, that'll be my triumphant return to Twitch and Mary, what's your Twitch name? It's Mary D M M A R Y D E E and I'll tweet a link. I'll plug myself. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. We'll plug it on the podcast Twitter. Yeah. If you follow our Twitter, uh, our Twitter follows my Twitter, and my link is in my bio. Thank you. <laughs> but we'll make it super, super clear. <laughs> Don't you worry. We'll put it everywhere. But yeah, that's the end of the episode. Um, What did you grade it? Well, I guess... Well, so I was going to say I have the trailer. Perfect. Okay. Because I still keep forgetting to play it at the beginning. That's all right. Tonight... Maybe I can call you sometime. Sure. In a city full of beautiful people. You were flirting with them. You meet someone new every day. The waves are up. 
if you want to meet me. Yeah. And on any given night... What's happening to us? I don't know. Anything can happen. I was just so sure that Dylan and I were meant for each other. An all-new 90210. I'll drive away, and I'll never look back. Just say the word. I don't want you to do that. Tonight on Fox. That was actually a really good promo. It was. That actually makes Brenda and Tim not look so pushy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I still think it doesn't accurately represent the episode because no. it makes Tim look like a good person. Right. But it does actually, like, doesn't, like, it doesn't spoil things. Too much. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Okay, yeah. Um, I did not grade the episode earlier. I th- Do you have anything? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you go first. I have another C. Two C's in a row. But my C is for cardio, funking with relationships. Oh, I like that. Oh, and um, my quote of the week. I didn't have one because there wasn't a good one. So I defaulted to the, I give really good mouth to mouth. Yeah, I know. It's cringy. Ugh. But mm, that's all we got because this was a cringy episode. Um, I am also going to give it a C because I wanted to like it more, mm-hmm. but I just don't think they handled trying to like show a parallel very well because I don't think it was a parallel. Yeah, they didn't compare and, well. I mean, Sarah Betty just upset me. Mm-hmm. Like that just made me sad. So I don't want to give it a good grade. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give it C for cheating. Mm, fair. Yep. Yeah. That, that thumbs it up. C for Coca-Cola is better than Pepsi. Ooh, savage burn. <laughs> bow, but also bow, truth. Bow, bow, bow. Drop the mic. Walk away. Very much truth. Um, Didn't I say that earlier? So much true. Much true. Much true. Much, much true about that statement. Um, Yeah. So next week we have season two, episode 24, The Pit and the Pendulum. Which Peach is... Pit episode? Could be, and it's a reference to um, the Pit and the Pendulum, which is Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar yeah. Poe. I wanted to say Hitchcock, and I was like, he no, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. but yeah, E A P. What it? What was that one about? Um, um, I feel like it's somebody who's in prison, and he's strapped to a table, and mm-hmm. there's a pendulum hanging over him, and it's either gonna like cut him in half or yeah. kill him or something. I think you're right. Well, that sounds right. Cool. Yeah, so we'll see what that's a reference to in the episode. We'll see if yeah. anyone gets cut in half. <laughs> the, the story is about the torments endured by a prisoner in the Spanish Inquisition. Cool. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, until that fun episode, mm-hmm. you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bakshi Podcast. Yeah, or send us an email with all your comments and especially anything we talked about today because this feels like a one you can email us about a lot uh, at backtopodcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. You can also leave us a review or comment whatever you can follow us on itunes and subscribe and like and download and share it with all your friends and, and five stars and it'll help people see us and find us that haven't found us before and you can also help with that by telling your friends all of them every single one thank you all of your friends <laughs> don't forget people just tell to all your friends you, whether they're your podcast friends or your work friends you have friends or your high school friends your mom your dad <laughs> your cousins aunts and uncles nieces nephews all of the family members tell your grandma who are also your friends and then don't forget we're going to shout it out if you do leave us a review on the show so don't forget that i'm just thinking about how i'd be like Mom, you should really follow me on iTunes for this podcast. And she'd be like, 
what is that? <laughs> yeah. My mom still doesn't know how to, sorry, mom, if you figured it out by now, but she's, last time I asked, she said she wasn't sure how to get it on her phone. It's Apple already Podcasts there. Podcast is there. It's already there. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, mom, please don't be mad. She's going to be mad. Don't be mad. <laughs> she hasn't found it. It's okay. But she might have by now. She's going to find it three years from now and just call you and be like, excuse me. How dare you? Kayla Marie. <laughs> I have several questions. First of all, how dare you? Yeah. Anyway, that's all for us. So from all of us at Back to Podcast, I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. Calculator. <laughs> <laughs>